Welcome to a Healing Peace podcast. We strive to create a place where women can come together to talk, grow, be refreshed, and renewed as we navigate life's hurdles. Inside this podcast series, we discuss shaping our identity, where we provide tools for conquering life's waves. Let's dive in. Welcome back to a Healing Peace podcast series, where we've been talking about shaping our identity. Last week's podcast, we talked about being strengthened by Christ and being rooted in his love. And today, I have a special treat for you. I have a special guest because I wanted to delve in just a little bit more what happens when we're not being strengthened by God, meaning when we go on autopilot and we focus on getting all these things done in our lives. Sometimes this happens and the outcome is we're exhausted, we're tired, we don't feel fulfilled, and we're not very well balanced. So I asked a friend, Helen, to join us today to talk about how do we become well balanced or even start the process. Because even as I say it, I kind of cringe a little bit because I'm an extremist. So hopefully after today, we'll be able to have a little bit of practicality, a little bit of tidbits of how to be a little bit more centered as we go through our lives. Helen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. No problem. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a wife and a mother of two beautiful girls. I am a heartfelt wellness coach, and I'm just really passionate about helping women to find balance. And I'm in the midst of a fast-paced, hectic life. Okay. Heartfelt coach. How long have you been a heartfelt coach? I've been a heartfelt coach for about a year and a half, um, and prior to that, a wellness coach for about two, two and a half years. And just want to just take a minute and explain the heartfelt piece of it. Um, so, so, you know, traditionally um, you have mo- more commonly known as a life coach and then I am a heartfelt coach. And as a heartfelt coach, my passion really is just to help women who want to find balance in their lives and without any financial restrictions. So a lot of times traditional coaching can cost a lot of money and not every woman is able to afford it financially. And so as a heartfelt coach, I really offer my services at a minimal fee. And in some cases we have an ambassadorship where they may not pay anything, but really just be an avid spokesperson. And so as a heartfelt coach is really trying to help women, no matter what their financial status is. That's actually really cool. And as you've been doing coaching, what is something that's been a very rewarding experience for you? Sure. So I think one of the most rewarding experiences of late was helping a woman who was, who is, it was a perfectionist. And, you know, that's kind of where we began our journey together. And she was at a point in her life where she was running her own business very successfully, but at the detriment to her own health and had been very resistant to doing anything about her health because she couldn't embrace whatever exercise routine or nutrition routine um, wholeheartedly. And so we talked about, you know, not eating the apple whole. And by that, I mean really taking small bite-sized pieces and realizing that you can't 
you can succeed even if you do a little bit at a time. You don't have to do everything perfectly. And so by the time we were done with our sessions, she was making huge gains and progress in her own life and finding balance with her nutrition and her exercise while continuing to run her business. And so that was my most rewarding experience of late, just helping her to kind of break through that mindset and find balance. And it's quite interesting because you use the term perfectionist and I have been labeled and have been challenged with being a perfectionist. I, I know that it's very easy for me to fall in that trap because I want to get things done. Do you find being a perfectionist a common issue amongst the people that you've encouraged and worked with? Yes, definitely. I think, you know, all, and I, I, I use this very generically, but I think a lot of women are, are perfectionists and we have that mindset of all or nothing. And so definitely, but in that, having that mindset, it does hinder us from moving forward and making progress towards our, our health and wellness goals and really seeking that balance and achieving that balance because we can't always do things 100%. And sometimes we don't need to in order to find balance and be successful. I appreciate you sharing that. That actually helps me a lot. Now, has there been other issues that you've seen that's pretty a common thread amongst women as you've coached them? Oh, definitely. Um, I think a lot of women also come to me uh, just feeling very overwhelmed, uh, discontent, uh, just really frustrated at where they are, they are in their lives, not having been able to achieve certain goals after you know, trying multiple times, but never succeeding. And so a lot of women have come just, you know, kind of at their wit's end and, and how to move forward. I totally understand that. And one of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit more, which I want to highlight is something that I do to my detriment, is when I think about being well balanced or I think about taking care of myself, I usually fall into two categories. One is, I think, okay, I need to get this done because no one else is going to do it. So I push myself and I push myself under the assumption that I'm not going to get the help that I need. Mm -hmm. And then the other thought process I may have is when I finally do get that time where I could slow down and think about recuperation, my mindset goes to, okay, I'm being selfish or, you know, I'm not being a good Christian because I didn't help Susie today. I spent time to look and address my own needs. And so as we move forward in our interview, I want to talk about that. Like, how do we get out of that mindset of being well balanced means that I'm doing something wrong or it's not possible? How yeah. do we transition that thought process? Yeah, well, definitely. I think the first thing is just to really understand that when we you know, kind of do have that all or nothing mindset, or we feel guilty for taking a nap, you know, it really leaves us feeling resentful, you know, it feels us leaving overwhelmed, because our needs are no longer being met, you know, we're not taking the time to take care of ourselves. And so in order to really break that cycle, you know, there are about five different steps that I really help my clients with, is just to really sit down and think through where they are and what's going on. You know, the first step is really to look at what they're feeling. You know, what's going on below the surface? Are they feeling overwhelmed? 
Are they feeling frustrated? Are they feeling stressed out, feeling resentful? Um, and then once they've identified what they're feeling, uh, the second step is to really understand where it's coming from and to really spend some time to figure out what in their life might be causing the, the feelings that they're ex experiencing. And you know, I look at about 10 different areas that could be causing those feelings, whether it's the relationship with God, uh, their lack of exercise, uh, nutrition, maybe they're not eating healthy and nutritious food, uh, their involvement in their community, relationships, their quality of sleep, quantity of sleep, their time in nature, their learning, job satisfaction, and self-care. And, you know, I really ask the women to sit down and to rate themselves in each of these different areas and to look at which areas, which of these areas are they most, are they least satisfied in? And then once having identified which three areas they're least satisfied in, um, is to, to pick one of those areas. So that would be the fourth step is to pick one of those areas and really come up with a plan to address it and really develop some daily and weekly habits that will help to resolve the imbalance that may be occurring in that specific area and to really get them back to a place of satisfaction, balance, and peace. Well, I appreciate your stepped approach because I know sometimes I have to think of, okay, what can I do today to start, you know, new habits and create more balance in my life? And one of the things that you talked about in your step approach, which I want to go back to, I think it was um, when you're talking about identifying your feelings. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I wanted to know is how do we identify those feelings when we're being task oriented because usually I'm stuffing my feelings so I can get my task done. Sure. Sure. And I, and I think the first, you know, kind of the answer is in what you said, the fact that we're stuffing our feelings and, you know, for us to stuff our feelings, we have, they have to pop up to begin with. And so even though we may be in the midst of a task or in the midst of an event or a family outing, feelings do come up. And so I think it's to identify that feeling that's there and, and not stuff it. Maybe we can't sit down and address it in the moment, but to be aware that it's there and then be able to sit down and identify what that feeling is. You know, is it resentment? Is it overwhelm? Is it discouragement? And then to begin that next, the process of figuring out where it's coming from. But we all do, you know, we have that tendency to kind of put on a happy face in different situations. But at our core, we know that something is bothering us at a deeper level. And so it's seeing what pops up. And usually there's a consistent feeling that we're going to experience. And that's what we want to zero in on and then begin the, the, the steps to figuring out what it is and then how to address it and resolve it. I do appreciate what you shared in the sense of um, looking at it and, and thinking through how to resolve it. And I state that because, you know, so many times when I am stuffing my feelings, I don't resolve anything. Mm -hmm. And then it gets bigger and it gets bigger and bigger. And then, before, and then you know, sooner or later, I'm just going to pop off somewhere. And, uh, and then I think what you shared is so important because it forces us to not only take responsibility for our own actions, but 
it forces us to see that where we are in that current state is actually not as healthy as we think uh, we should be in, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, right? And one of the other things that you talked about in the sense of resentment, and as, as you are, when you say that a couple of times, one of the things that came in my mind as well is that usually I get resentful when I see other people doing better or well, mm -hmm. or when I feel as though that my needs are not being met. So yeah. even though I do all this stuff, eventually I do get to the point where I'm like, hey, who's going to take care of me? Right. And so I wanted to ask, like, how do we move forward when we realize that our needs are not being met? Sure. And I think it's, you know, to realize that, you know, first off, the, the people around us are, can make us, can help us to be happy, but ultimately they're not going to meet all of our needs. And only God and our relationship can God can deeply fulfill us. You know, so I think it's, it's not, not imprinting any of those negative feelings on the people around us and to really understand that they aren't intentionally doing anything that's making us feel the way they that we feel and to really not lash out in response to that you know because like you said if we see other people being happy or successful we can start to feel things towards them but to realize that they're living their life and we need to see God and how God can help us to live our lives and not imprint any of those feelings negatively on them and lashing out towards them, you know, and just really looking at our relationship with God to fulfill us and to help us to move beyond our feelings. And then I further identify what it is that's going on at a deeper level. So it's really taking a step back and connecting back to God and getting centered again relationally but then also working down practically about and looking at our life and seeing what is going on in our life to help us to move forward. I appreciate your feedback. And again, I would like to reiterate, I do appreciate your steps as well. I mm -hmm. think steps one through five are very key to kind of get us back to a place where we are examining what it takes for us to have a well-balanced life, to not be so completely exhausted and that comes with identifying what our needs are. And that's okay. Right. And as we wrap up our interview for today, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to leave our audience? Sure, definitely. I, you know, I think that I just want to share with everybody and just kind of help everyone to see that, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman is indeed possible. It can be done. I think so many times we hold her up on a pedestal and think it's just not achievable. But I, I feel like with when we apply the steps, you know, one through five, it can be done. You know, that's just, that's not something that God is kind of dangling out there as something, as a wish and a dream, but as a reality and that it is possible, but we really do need to take a step back, see where we are, and then move forward with that knowledge. And how can our audience find you? Sure. So I have a couple of different places. Um, so I have a group on Facebook, uh, Life Coaching for Christian Mothers. And really, it's a group that's open and available for any woman. I, I look specifically to help mothers, but a lot of the content on the page is applicable to any mother. We don't, it's not all parenting advice, nor is it all um, about how to, you know, raise children. It really is 
very, very gender specific. So that's one place where I can be found. But then I also have a Life to the Full Coaching Academy. And that is really a group coaching opportunity and also an individual coaching opportunity where women can get more specific help towards really helping them to live life to the full. And so we work very closely on that roadmap to living out their bucket list items to really becoming the woman that they've always wanted to be. Because, you know, in part of us as women living our lives, you know, maybe we, we stuff our feelings, but so many times we stuff our dreams. And so mm-hmm. the Life to the Full Coaching Academy is designed to help women to find balance, but also to live out their dreams and those bucket list items that they have, you know, kind of nagging in the back of their head. Well, as you state that, I'm like, man, I need to sign up so I can continue to live my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to thank you for the time that you've been here with us today. And for our friends and sisters and mothers and everyone who has been listening to our podcast, please go to our website, ahealingpeace.com. We also have on there a working example of how to do steps one through five. Because I know that you're probably driving or doing some other things. It may have been a little bit difficult to rile them down. So we took care of it for you. So please go to our website, ahealingpeace.com, and you will find steps one through five, and a little bit more information about Helen and the things that she shared today. And we look forward to, to having you back with us next week. Thank you.